So this is Chris here with Jedi Business, and I'm here with uh, two team members from the uh, Star Wars Hasbro team. Could you introduce yourselves for a quick to our audience? Yeah, sure. Joe Ninavaji, how you doing? Jeff Labovitz. And what is your job at Hasbro? Uh, we both work in global marketing. Global marketing. Yeah. All right. So I got a couple of questions from our readers. Um, the first one would be, um, dear Hasbro, can we get a throne room for six-inch Jabba the Hutt? Good idea. It is a good, it's a good idea. idea. Yeah. It's not. It's not coming out anytime soon, but it's a great idea. All right, like a really good idea. It's a very good idea. Okay. All right. You know, we have what we call our parking lot. A list of good ideas that most of them come from fans. So, okay. uh, the more folks talk about things, the more they sort of rise up on our parking lot. So, so we appreciate the fan feedback. Okay. And we've gotten a lot of uh, not complaints, but we've had a lot of posts about the quality of the figures especially when it comes to paint and figures falling off the cards. Um, is that something you guys think you have figured out now by, the, by now? Or? Yeah, I mean, we, we're, we're actively monitoring that. I mean, the card the card bag situation, you know, we're definitely, you know, getting that fixed. Um, in terms of paint, you know, our, our design team, our engineers, we, we're always looking at what comes off the lines, making sure we're kind of doing running changes if we see anything. It's a delicate process, but, you know, we're, we're always monitoring to make sure we get the best paint ops possible. And that goes for Saga Legends as well? Oh, absolutely. Oh, we okay. treat them yeah. all. Yeah, all absolutely. Okay. Yep. Will we see a 6-inch C-3PO? Mm, well, we can't talk in detail about future plans, but that would be a good figure to do. Yep. Can we get more choppers out on the floor? People have a hard time finding them. Yeah, I mean, our, our Rebels figures in general, um, we got out to a little bit of a late start, but the distribution's a lot better, the stock is getting out there now, so you can expect to see him, and uh, he's such a key figure, you know, uh, I mean, we've heard him and Sabine and, and Hera as well, you know, we're getting them out there, we're going to make sure that you know, fans can get their hands on them. And we're, we're blown away by the show, yeah. uh, the quality of the show and the, the quality of the character development, and we love those figures. So like Joe said, Chopper, Sabine, Zeb, even though the new movie is coming, Rebels is phenomenal, yeah. and we're going to be some that as well and making okay. sure we get enough good good toys out there for the okay. show. Um, the ghost spaceship, is there any chance? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's one we'd love to get to. You know, the, the individual, Mark Boudreau, who designed the Phantom Shuttle right. that we have out there now, designed it with a future ghost in mind. And Mark Boudreau is an expert at developing large vehicles. Mm -hmm. He designed the Millennium Falcon, both at Kenner and the most recent big Millennium Falcon. So a ghost is, I'd say, in our future plans. It's not coming out anytime soon but we'd love to get to it and okay. we want the Phantom to work with it. Okay, that's good news. Any plans for Simalu, the Imperial Dignitary, in the modern world? Sorry to say, no. no. Park, parking lot, maybe? Yeah, it's yeah. in the parking lot, not not high in the parking in the lot. back rows. Okay. Something that the team is talking about is bringing back the fan pole. We don't have the details worked out yet and, and the, the, how that's going to work out, we're not able to talk about yet, but we do plan on reinstituting that. Yep. That's a great way for those types of characters to see where they write. Yep. Okay. Any plans for uh, stands for the six-inch figures? Yeah, you know, we, we've been asked that. Um, nothing planned right now. Um, you know, the figures, you know, they, they stand up pretty well on their own, but we know that it's something that, you know, Marvel does well and that, you know, it's something that we can look at in the future. So we, we, we've heard it. Okay. So I know you guys try to pay attention to scale. The new Luke Stormtrooper is a little shorter. Yes. Than the actual Stormtrooper. Yep. Looking at both Leia's out there. Uh, eagle eye you have. Yeah, yeah. well. Yeah, so the Leia, Slave Leia, when we did her, she is actually the exact correct proportion of uh, Carrie Fisher. Uh, what we heard from the fans is that they actually wanted something a little bit more. Even though she was in proportion, they actually wanted more, more plastic. So we sort of pivoted when we did the Leia Bouche, we actually did that. You know, she mimicking Bouche is just a bigger figure in general, but she's a little bit taller than she would be in real life. So it's a balance for us to kind of get, you know, movie accuracy and, and the toyetic, um, you know, the, the appropriate uh, size. So we're always monitoring it. We'll see what the fan reaction is. I mean, Leia Bouche is a phenomenal figure. We know people really like it. So she's a little bit bigger, but she's great. Okay. Now you said that there's going to be support for Star Wars Rebels moving forward, but would that also include more articulated figures of those characters, or even in the six-inch line? Yeah, I mean, we, we revealed uh, our Ahsoka Tano realistic here, and she's phenomenal. We definitely have more Rebels coming, and uh, we embrace it you know, fully, so look out for those. Okay. Sabine with the removable helmets. Yeah, it's certainly on our list. That's a figure we absolutely want to do. Yeah. All right. Um, another question we got uh, was, will we see a multi-pack of Star Wars, the core characters from Star Wars Rebels, the, the, the crew of the Ghost, in a multi-pack? 
You know, there isn't a multi-pack like that planned in the short term, but we do plan on making sure we get all those characters out there. Hera, Sabine, Chopper, we want to make sure everybody's in the line, but it's a mixture of single figures, figures in two packs. I can't think of a multi-pack that's in the works right now that has all of them in one place. Good idea, though. So Good I got idea. a few comments here, a few questions uh, where it says, um, the Black Series should be chosen by the fans. Another one says, um, will fans get a voice again to be able to choose figures? Yeah, I mean, I think Jeff just said that, you know, we're, we're, we're going to reinstitute the fan poll. Um, so, you know, stay tuned for more information on that. But we absolutely want to. I mean, you know, Mosef Benid was a fan uh, figure. You know, that came directly from the fans. Right. Um, Mara Jade. Mara Jade, too. So, you know, we... While you might not think your voice is heard because there is no fan poll right now, we're actively monitoring the blogs. I mean, we make sure that we know what you guys want. But in this particular case, we're going to reinstitute the fan poll so there's more of a direct uh, you know, line to us, absolutely. Okay. Another question we got was, um, will we ever see figures identical to what which were produced from 78 till about 85? So with a, uh, not with a modern se uh, sculpting sensibility, but, you know, more old school approach to the facial. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. something that we've talked about yeah. as, as something to, to work with. It's not in the short-term plan or even yeah. in the long-term plan yet, but uh, we'd love for fans to let us know what they think of that. Yeah. You know, if we start seeing that on the boards and a lot of interest in that, it's something we can certainly take a look at. Yeah. Um, on Jedi Business, we do a lot of, uh, we post a lot of collection pictures. I mean, I've seen thousands of pictures over the last few years. What we keep seeing over and over again is Jabba's Palace and the Cantina cardboard backdrops. Mm. And everybody's wondering why are we not getting any more of those for like the Outlander Club or maybe, you know, some Bespin background or something like that where people can, you know, buy it basically and fold it out and have a big display where they can put all those figures in. It's a good idea. Yeah. You know, it's something that we'll take back to our to our team back uh, back at headquarters. Yeah, because those were, I think, fairly affordable as well at the, yeah. at the price level, and you know. Yeah, you, you know, you're right. Such a big part of the Star Wars galaxy are the environments, and those can be costly to produce in plastic. But cardboard and different types of mixed media, it's a great way of bringing the figures to life. So yeah. it's something that maybe we can work on as part of a packaging execution. Yep. Okay. Uh, any plans for Force FX or Ultimate Force FX lightsabers from the films, the Clone Wars, or maybe Rebels? Well, we can't talk yeah. about what's to come, but you know we are very bullish on the Force Effects lightsabers, okay. and I think fans will be excited about what's coming. Okay. The Clone Wars. Yeah. Will there still be support for that, for the expanding universe that's kind of legends now? Mm. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be celebrating the entire fantasy in the years to come. I mean, sure, during our movie time period, we'll certainly put a lot of weight behind that, but over the next year, two and beyond, we'll, we'll certainly have figures from the Clone Wars, of course from Rebels and the original trilogy, okay. all the entertainment. Okay. In the past, Hasbro's pretty good about commemorating certain events. Will there be anything special for 20 years of Power of the Force this year in August? Nothing's planned. Uh, no. We love Power of the Force, but there's nothing planned for this. Okay. In the uh, official guide, Toys R Us has an ad for a Midnight Madness event. Do you know if this is going to be just New York, or is that going to be a nationwide thing? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, to be honest. I mean, you'll have to talk to Toys R Us directly. Yeah, I saw that as well, but, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, they are a global company. They have locations all over the place, so it's a good possibility to okay. check with them. All right, well, thank you very much for yeah. your time, and uh, thank you. Thank you. You got it. Thank all you. Right. All right. Okay. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys Podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys of the past, present, and future. My name is Jason, and this is episode number 43. Joining us tonight from JediBusiness.com, Chris B. Hello, Chris. Hello, everybody. How you guys doing? Also, <laughs> also joining us tonight from Bendems of the Black Series, Vintage to Modern, uh, A New Hope to The Force Awakens. And from Star Wars Cosmos Collecting. Oops. Uh, Ryan. It's Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hi. <laughs> Ryan, your introduction is turning into like a Spanish nobility title. It's got like 45 <laughs> names. Also, from from Forlom to Zuckus, we have Jake. Hello, Jake. Hey, guys. How we doing? We're doing great. You're good. And are we? Uh, did you miss somebody? 
Loyal listeners may realize that we skipped Tom, the OT curmudgeon. Tom cannot make it tonight. He's off on assignment. <laughs> but that's okay. He didn't want to talk about this stuff we're going to talk about tonight anyways. True. Nor does he ever. <laughs> that's right. Maybe that's why it's fun having him, on, having him on the show, because he generally does not want to talk about what we're discussing. Uh, <laughs> loudest applause, though, at the live show. So uh, I think start the yeah, show. I think he paid people to do that or something. Uh-huh. He, gave, uh-huh. he was giving away so many buttons. I think people felt felt obligated. Uh, (laughs) Tom gave me 10 buttons today. I better clap for him. Either that or they were getting 10 buttons for clapping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But Tom will be joining us uh, hopefully next time. Have a comment or question about the show? Email us at galaxyoftoys at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Galaxy of Toys and find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash galaxyoftoys. Remember, you can listen to older episodes from our Podbean page at galaxyoftoys.podbean.com or search for us on iTunes or Stitcher Smart Radio. So let's uh, start our show. This is the first time we've actually talked since Celebration. And not a ton of news, but some some news and some, some new things to talk about. Um, but let's start with our uh, Did You Pick Up Anything recently? And Chris B, I'll start with you. Pick up anything recently? A um, couple of things. I, I pre ordered Wave 8. Um, off the Black Series with three and three quarter inch figures. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks to Jason Wood for recommending that particular wave. He's a local collector, and uh, he kind of convinced me to go ahead and pre-order. Um, so I did that and uh, picked up the Death Star Bluetooth speaker, which I found on clearance. Um, not sure if you guys saw that, but it's been around for probably half a year, a year or something. It's been out there for a while, but Target had it on clearance, so picked that up and I think that's about it. I picked up a couple of comic books with the toy covers. Um, not much else to think. I think that's about it for now, but Disney weekends is coming up. So I'm definitely going to be picking up a couple of things uh, on eBay um, this coming weekend, probably. Cool. What about you, Ryan? Um, I picked up a couple of things. I recently got the, uh, Japanese uh, metal Darth Vader figure. I think we talked about these on a show a while back. Uh, they were up for pre-order. Um, he showed up. I, I pre-ordered it back in January. And he showed up this last week. And it is metal, although the capes are plastic. The lightsaber's plastic. And it's about... The figure's about two inches tall, so it's a little shorter than a regular figure. Uh, but, you know, it was only eleven ninety nine, so it's not like I wasted money on it or anything. It's a decent figure for what it is. And I also just got the Lego Ghost um, set as I picked it up uh, for the May the 4th uh, deal so I could get my free Admiral Yalara figure. Uh, Jake, what about you? Uh, it's been pretty slow lately. Um, I got a couple freebies. I went to the Toys R Us event on May the 3rd, and they were putting together those little uh, Lego mini Wookiee uh, gunships. So I took my uh, son over there, and we built a couple gunships. So we picked that up. Uh, Let's see, what else? My Boba Fett variant cover arrived in the mail just today. So I can say I officially own one of those now from uh, Marvel Comics number five. Five? Does that sound right? I think that's right. Uh, Let's see, what else have I picked up? up it's been pretty slow i kind of went on a you know i kind of took this downtime i picked up all the avengers age of ultron three and three quarter figures now those are showing up so i've mostly been picking up marvel stuff right now um yeah other than staying up to date on comic books hasn't been a whole lot since celebration at all to really go after or come across and i haven't done too many i think a lot of us are still reeling from uh you know, spending some money at Celebration. I haven't gone to any toy shows or gone to any uh, secondhand shops, which I typically visit on a regular basis. But 
right now I'm just kind of recouping, so not too much actually. Well, it's only been a couple of weeks, right? I know, but it feels so long ago right now. Right now, thinking back, there was so much. It's so I w- I kind of went through a celebration withdrawal. Like the first few days, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I need more Star Wars." And then after I got home, a couple days went by because I I flew in at two in the morning and I got up at five in the morning for work. So the first couple days home, I was pretty out of sorts but once i finally got home i was just like whoa i need to slow down and just kind of take it all in and so since then yeah there hasn't been a lot yeah i felt like i could have used just one more day of celebration oh just i just yeah absolutely one more day (laughs) i I needed i i got out of the force awakens prop line and i regret it now but i did get out of it after an hour in because I wanted to go to a couple other panels. But, man, yeah. if I, I guess I didn't quite realize the extent of the Verizon, the, the, the capturing of all the panels that you could watch later. This is the first celebration that I can recall where, I mean, you could see a good 50% of the things at the con if you weren't there. Yeah. And if I would have yeah, re- known that, I would have made some different choices. Yeah, they did a really good job of covering the con, and a lot of it is on the StarWars.com YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been watching some of it myself, trying to catch up on things I didn't see see in person while I was there. And uh, that is that I was really glad to see that all up on YouTube. I did wait the full three and maybe three-quarter hours to get into the uh, Force Awakens um, display. And for me, it was worth it. I really thought seeing some of those costumes and props up close in person was worth the extremely long wait. No, and I, you're the one that makes me regret it because you keep saying how awesome it is. I was like, dang it. Yeah. I think they could have, you know, in, in hindsight, though, I think they could have managed it better where there'd be a, a better way to fl- of, of flowing people in and out. I don't know. I don't. I think that room they had it in was maybe too small for what they were trying to do. Because I got there at, right when it opened on Sunday at 10 a.m. And by noon, a little after noon, they capped the line. They weren't even let people get get in line anymore because the line was so long. Oh, uh, Vincent, Sunday was the day I got in line. I was in line at 10.03 because I came in a side door. And... Uh-huh. I, I was still an hour, at least two hours out, three minutes after the con came in. That was how much attention yeah. that attraction <laughs> or that exhibit was getting. Yeah. What were you going to say, Ryan? Saying, Ryan? I think one of the biggest issues is that it uh, they didn't kick you out. You could get in there and stay in your as long as you wanted. I went in there, I think it was Friday morning, uh, right at the beginning, I waited about 15 minutes to get in there, and I was in there for probably half hour, 45 minutes. <laughs> so as people like you sitting there for 30 to 45 minutes, I made the line so long. I actually, and and <laughs> they were actually telling me the line, please, five, ten minutes and get out. So, all right, moving along, um, we got the official announcement that. Uh, the start, the product launch for the Force Awakens will officially be September fourth at midnight, um, and they're calling it the Force Friday. Uh, that's what we kind of expected, right, guys? Uh, Jake, isn't that what we kind of had been hearing, anyways? Yeah, that was a rumor for oh, going on three or four months now, at least. Man, maybe not that long, but. Uh, yeah, it's been a pretty persistent that everyone was looking through September. And I think we all speculated. Um, Chris, you did that fantastic article about what to expect. Um, what was that in December? Did you do that, Chris? Yeah, that was back in December. Yeah. And, uh, you asked a bunch of us and, uh, other specialists from other, uh, collecting websites about when we thought we'd be coming out. And I think we all kind of guessed that they would do something before, the holiday season kicks in. And of course, in America, the holiday season kicks way in before, retail-wise, way in before the actual holidays. So September sounded like a good, you know, time for all that after the back-to-school wave of stuff hits. So, um, yeah, that, that's pretty consistent. That panned out. So 
it seems like <laughs> seems like especially with uh, especially leaks from the movie and leaks from the toy companies that our rumors are getting a bit more accurate these last year or so. Mm-hmm. The rumor to the, of September fourth was right down to the date. I think the first time I saw that date was from um, Jedi News UK. James Burns, I think, yeah, dropped it somewhere. I think, I, I th- yeah, so I, I'm, I'm fairly certain that's the first time I saw that date, and everyone kind of went with it, and it turned out that they were absolutely right, September 4th. And, of course, he's um, highly connected since he writes for the <laughs> StarWars.com right. and uh, contributes to the Star right. Wars Insider, so that's not surprising, of course. Um, Chris, are you going to be are you gonna be going out at midnight? on thir- It'll be... Thursday night into Friday, right? That's I know there's been some confusion. Is it Friday at midnight or Thursday? But it's it's gonna be Thursday night. night. Yeah, yeah. Into Friday morning. Are you going? Of course. What do you mean, are you going? Isn't it are we all going <laughs> well, we're, together? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we're kidnapping yeah, we Tom all gonna... and taking him with us, aren't we? Of course. Tom's going. Of course we are. Tom's going. Of course Tom's I'll going. I'll drive Tom. I'll grip I'll pick him up from the south and we'll meet somewhere <laughs> up in the middle and we will uh, uh we can interview people in line and make a day of it. And um to count down to the Force Friday, Hasbro sent out some really interesting-looking calendars. I haven't had a chance to look at one myself, but uh, Chris B. and uh, Jake, you both got one. Chris, you you for sure got one, right? Yeah, yeah, I got one. Yeah, you did. What's up? What is the calendar? What's all? What is the? What's on the calendar? What is it? Um, the calendar counts down all the days until September fourth. Um, it started on May the fourth, so it's 123 days in the calendar, and each day has a little factoid about. A certain Hasbro toy. It's mainly mainly figures, but there's some you know some galactic heroes in in between and some role playing lightsabers and stuff like that. But it's mostly figures and it's got Kenner toys in it and modern toys all mixed up. So it's pretty cool. Who do you have to know to get one of those calendars? You got a Hasbro, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Jake, you Jake, you got one yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, yeah, it was good folks. Hasbro sent it out through their PR agency. Um, and the cool thing about the calendar is it doesn't only just cover Hasbro stuff. It actually is embracing the Kenner, which you know we've seen them, of course, embrace Kenner before with the vintage collection. But this is like really going back and showing because um, a lot of the Kenner, Kenner, Kenner. A lot of the Kenner, not only action figures, but like Chris says, it does like there's a one devoted to the Bespin uh, micro collection set. And there's another one done to the uh, original first blow up Kenner lightsabers. And so they're really going back in roots. And then so it just kind of jumps all over the place. It breaks it down. uh, The each picture or figure is highlighted or it was from the movie. The pre, oh, sorry, the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, the is it Clone Wars, I believe, and in the last uh, category is they they're using the term Legends, of course, for everything else. So it's a good and it has facts on there or, or details about whatever toy that is, and it has different holidays on there, and they make it pro, uh, themed appropriately. Like Padme was the figure that they highlighted from Mother's Day, so there's some time and energy went into it, and I I really really like it actually. Um, I, I, I enjoy it because it's showing us a side of Hasbro that I think we all have been waiting to see again, where they really care about the line. They understand the line. They uh, are paying attention to what came in the past by celebrating the future because it's a countdown. So I was really happy with it. One of our listeners hit up our Twitter and Facebook. His name is Matt Edwards, asking uh, if loyal listeners could get a copy. And uh, Matt, like I said on Twitter, I didn't even get a copy myself. So um, so uh, email Jake or Chris, <laughs> but I doubt they'll part with theirs. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help you. Um, can't help with that. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay, so speaking of the Force... Uh, the uh, Force Friday. You know, like a couple of months ago, we we're all like hoping that there'll be another Midnight Madness, you know? And now we yes. know there is Midnight Madness, and now, you know, it feels like w- when I got that calendar, it's just the calendar itself is cool, but just the fact that they're preparing the whole thing, and it just kind of makes it more, it feels closer now. And if, you know, 
I don't know if that makes any mm-hmm. sense, but um, you know, now we know we're, we're going to get that, and you know, I don't know it's going to be. I think it's going to be a fun, fun launch party. No, it's going to be Definitely. great. It's going to bring back the fun energy of the previous midnight. I mean, because that's something you know. The Clone Wars, yes, had a midnight launch, but and that was fun. That was fun. Don't get me wrong. But I think the ones that surrounded the hype of the movie were. You know, more powerful, more significant, more uh, impacting. Um, I know that when I went out with a bunch of uh, guys from our collecting group, Sarlacc, we uh, we pulled an all-nighter for Revenge of the Sith. We drove all over Washington State, from the north to the south, going to each store, trying to track down the exclusives and all the figures that were out. It was just a fantastic time. And I'm looking forward to doing that again, hopefully with you guys all, and kind of celebrating the return, the major official return of Hasbro having some real, real attention and motivation behind their product again. And, and product mm-hmm. on the shelves. <laughs> yeah. Let's, yeah. yeah. Let's hope See, they make this deadline. I uh, Speaking of product on the shelves, I was going to mention, actually, I didn't mention what I picked up lately when we were, when we were talking about that. Um, I went to Target just today to uh, look for some new figures. I have, I think I have all the figures that are released, so honestly, don't know why I'm looking. But I did find the new Hot Wheels diecast cars, and I wasn't going to pick up any of them because I don't think they're any better than the Titaniums. In fact, I think they're definitely inferior. Are you talking about the vehicles or the cars? The vehicles. The, the, vehicles. the ship replicas, right? Mm, yeah. yeah but i did yeah but i did end up picking up the ghost just because i don't you know i don't own any version of that ship so i figured i'd just get one so i did get the ghost it looks pretty cool um would you know for what it is for, but 499 i i probably won't collect all of these for sure the ones that I already have is titaniums i definitely won't be picking up and then another thing I wanted to mention that I found uh, over the weekend at uh, Safeway, uh, the Safeway uh, supermarket was this product by Swimways. It's called the Death Star Light Up Beach Ball. And it's just a beach ball that you inflate and has some uh, lights inside of it. So every time it hits something, it kind of makes a flash, uh, a light flash. And it's really cool. And uh, hmm. if you're... Uh, if you're in the grocery store, hey, why not look for it? It's made by Swimways. I'm sure they're at other places too, but something cool that I had picked up. Okay, back to the Force Friday. Um, we had, I guess we've kind of been speculating what we might see for the last year. Um, and an, another list of products popped up. This comes from rebelscum.com. This is posted by Adam at Rebel Scum, and they had a spy report, uh, apparently, from the Toys R Us computer in the UK, and it kind of gave us a little rundown of what we might be seeing on uh, September 4th. And, you know, some of the things I think we've already talked about, like the 20-inch figures, which I'm assuming are are Jack-specific, and a couple 31-inch figures, also probably Jack-specific. Um, but there are some interesting, uh, interesting things on here. There's a three and three quarter inch hero vehicle for 129, 99, 129 or 130 pounds. So that, I don't know, you know, things are usually more expensive in the UK. That probably translates to roughly $130 US. Um, but maybe that could be the big Millennium Falcon. Chris, uh, what do you think about that one? Um, wasn't the Millennium Falcon listed specifically in that list? Um, it just says hero vehicle. No, there's a Falcon listed um, in there, too. I thought I saw a Falcon, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. The Millennium Falcon like for uh, 119, yeah. 100, yeah, 120 pounds. So maybe this could be, what, another big ship from uh, Episode 7 that we don't even... Oh, don't even know. You're talking about the 169 pound one? No, the first one on the list is 130 pounds. The yeah, hero I, one, right? It says his hero vehicle. Could yeah. that, the other one be the ghost? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it is the ghost. That'd be. Well, something. the ghost has to be huge because Hasbro talked about. Was it Chris's interview that yeah. the the mm-hmm. 
the shuttles got a dock into it. They designed it to dock into something. I mean, it's a pretty big ship if you're having that, you know, size of a shuttle dock into it. Yeah. Yeah. If it is, but you know, it does say Star Wars 7. But maybe. But isn't everything going to be under that new packaging that has Kaibo, Kylo Ren on it? Right. You know, that's I think I, I think everything's going to be marked seven. Yeah, that's true because there's also a Darth Vader voice changer helmet which says Star Wars Seven. You think so. it's going to be all melted? Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're probably right, Jake. Um, but a vehicle at that price point is not what we've been seeing for the last two years. The small. Saga Legend type vehicle, right? It couldn't be. Well, in my interview with Hasbro at um, Celebration, they did say that they really like the idea of six-inch vehicles. Well, the, the list specifically does say 3.75. Oh, it does. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another one that could be a six-inch vehicle, though. Um, hmm. This would go against what I've been predicting as the uh, – the $30 vehicles, which I thought we'd probably be getting exclusively. I didn't, I didn't think, I don't know. I kind of figured Hasbro had given up on vehicles, but maybe not. So if you go down the list though, like in terms of figures, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It doesn't like, um, of course you have the black series six inch. We know that's going to continue. Um, right. We have the 12 inch hero series series figure, so we know those figures are going to keep going on. Um, but then you have the twin pack figure, so I would assume that that is the continuation of the mission series figures, probably. Yeah, which is then, deluxe essentially. Right, and then you have snow desert figures. You have jungle space figure assortment. That's the question. What are those going to be? You know. Oh, I feel like those. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I miss. I misheard you. I feel like the jungle space and the snow desert that's on this list, those coming in at $10 a piece, I feel like those are your two packs. Those are your mission series. Don't you think? Because a twin pack figures for $15.99, that might be two figures with a vehicle or a deluxe, you know, like deluxe vehicles used to have. Mini rigs, kind of, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Aren't mini wigs the class one though, and that, and they've got class one on there as a separate skew. Class yes. one are the vehicles we're getting now. Those are the tiny ones. The um, class are they? No, are when, they? when they did yeah. the mini rigs a couple years ago, like uh, Yoda's Starfighter and all that, those were class one. Right, those were the small ones. Yeah, and look at the, look at the pricing too. When you look at the pricing, you see class one is twenty two, class two is a little bit more expensive, mm-hmm. and then class three is the most expensive. Yeah, the ones we're getting right now yeah. are technically class two. Um, and then there's HM attach vehicle assortment at twenty nine ninety nine. Uh, that's that's in pounds. Um, and uh, no indication of what that HM actually stands for. Um, but but the, but on the list there is a villain starfighter with pilot. Priced at forty nine pounds, uh, Millennium Falcon. That's gotta be. That's gotta 100... be Captain. What's the name? Phasma. You that's gonna so? be a, a Tie Fighter with Captain Phasma. <laughs> <laughs> what about a Tie Fighter with Kylo Ren? I don't know. Maybe. And then the Falcon is at one hundred and twenty pounds. Now at one hundred twenty pounds, do you guys think that this is going to be the big Millennium Falcon re-released with the uh, radar dish that we've seen in the yes. preview? Absolutely. Yes. But didn't we didn't we also have this discussion though that typically when we saw lists like this before, these are American prices with pound signs in front of them? Right. Didn't we have that discussion before? We I did. feel like the the prices uh... we're seeing are. The MSRP for United States, it just has pounds in front of it because it's coming from a British source. So I feel like the prices we're seeing are the prices we're going to get over here in the States. I'm not so sure. I think that these are the I think these are pounds um, and, you know, the pound. um, No, what is the exchange rate right now? A black series figure, twenty one ninety nine. I completely see Mm -hmm. that being. In America, these black sig- black figures going for $22. Right. I think the pound to dollar uh, translates translates because 
the 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 toys are so much more expensive in the UK than right, they are right. in the US. So I think what you're seeing is the actual pound price, but because they're so much more expensive in the UK, that it that it kind of translates roughly to what US dollars would yeah. be. I, I I don't think that it was like a, someone typed pound instead of dollar. But but what we're saying though is the prices we see at least are probably the prices we'll mm-hmm. be paying. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It'll, it'll probably be the yes. same price in U.S. dollars. And so, uh, because I believe I believe like a Saga Legends figure goes for about ten pounds yeah. in the U.K. right now. So, so that would um, make a hundred and thirty dollar Falcon totally understandable. Rough. Yeah. Now, will they? Uh, will it? Will it just be the same Falcon? Or I think it may not have any electronics to cut cut on costs. But yeah, but, that's what I was thinking. Wasn't the the big Falcon when it came out? What's that been? Seven years ago now. Wasn't that uh, mm-hmm. 150? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. 100. No. I thought it was no, a, the add was 100. Okay. Yeah, it was 150. It was 165 at some places. Right. The Falcon at first, and then they then it just came went down, down, down until they. And then they did the Toys R Us exclusive Falcon with a vintage box, and that was 250. Yes. Right. Did any of you guys ever pick that up? Nope. No, no, no. But I, I will say that I know. I've, I've said it before in the past. I feel like in movie years, they're able to s- attach a little more mm-hmm. revenue or a little more money to throw at, at least Star Wars lines in the past. Whereas they've been able to bring the prices down. Whereas, yes, and totally so agree. I feel like we could get the $150 Falcon with some modifications for 130 now. I see that as a possibility. Yeah, I, I hope there are electronics in it. I wouldn't be surprised if there aren't, but I hope there are, and hopefully they're new. Hopefully it's not the Episode 7 or the Force Awakens Falcon with the uh, dialogue from A New oh. Hope. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be a misstep, <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, looks like they're going to have a, uh, black series die cast vehicle assortment priced at, uh, about six pounds. I have no idea what and that I could just, be. You know what? That is just shocking because that would be the third die cast line out currently. That just, that's yeah. why titanium's they... reborn. Well, yeah. Right. right. Yeah. That's, that's gotta, they, yeah. They're going to compete with Hot Wheels who sounds right. like you and others are kind of lukewarm about and i'll tell you from personal mm-hmm. experience um yeah i think you guys were there when i opened it uh at a sarlacc party just uh, a couple weeks ago i bought one of the i just wanted one of the disney one disney diecast vehicles and i bought the x-wing mm-hmm. and that sucker was not out of the package 24 <laughs> hours before two s foils broke off and the front landing gear snapped off like those yeah. things are just, and of course, we've seen tons of pictures. I think I've even posted some. The the plastic bends, you know, and misshapen in the package before you even buy it. So, so granted, I mean that I may have stated the case right there. It sounds like you know if they're making new diecast, then they might even hold the yeah. market on it. People, it just, it just seems weird that there'd be Hasbro and Hot Wheels diecast. I can't help but wonder if somehow. It's supposed to be Hot Wheels diecast vehicle assortment and not BS, which everyone is saying Black Series. But, but I don't know. It's it's hard. You don't well, know. they've done titaniums in the past, like Ryan said. You know, so right? Right. Bring it back. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it'll be Hasbro and Kenner really, or Has Hasbro and Kenner, Hasbro and uh, Mattel going head to head on that on that yeah. front. Um. And they show we we expect lightsabers definitely. Uh, looks like they've got um, what else looks interesting? Um, Role play lightsabers, blasters, yep. ammo refill. That's probably a nerf type thing, I guess. Masks. Um, Darth Vader voice changer. They seem to always bring that back out. Um, a Kylo Ren helmet. Uh... The alien sidekick. Uh, we posted that not long mm-hmm. ago. That that was what that Chewy mask most likely is the alien sidekick. Yeah, that could be. Uh, Peter Mayhew actually mm-hmm. was uh, in a video that premiered that. That looks kind of fun. I might get that. The mask. <laughs> yeah, the Chewbacca mask. 
Don't, don't you kind of no. want it? <laughs> what? No, I thought it looked horrible. <laughs> Ryan, do you like the Chewbacca mask? That's better than the Return Revenge of the Sith mask. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's not something I'll buy. We should get it for Tom. Tom okay. would love it. <laughs> yeah, he'll just complain about well, the better, eyes. Better though. yet, what we could do is, is we could buy them and then uh, do them up like holiday special Wookiees. There you go. Um, anybody curious about what Tom thinks about uh, any of this stuff? Tom has been complaining nonstop <laughs> about Chewbacca's eyes ever since Celebration. He mentions it every chance possible. He doesn't like Chewbacca's eyes. He, he's never going <laughs> to like this film. He's never. It's going to be the greatest film ever, and he's going to find immense fault <laughs> yeah he'll like does the tie fighter look cool yeah the tie fighter looks fine but chewbacca's eyes suck <laughs> anyways um micro machines micro machines the return of micro machines i wish it said action fleet but it doesn't uh micro machines blind bags uh, micro machines battle sets micro machines hero vehicles villain vehicles three packs five packs mega packs um, is anyone getting back into micro machines? I am not going to. Famous uh, what about last you, Ryan? words. <laughs> Ryan, will you be collecting micro machines? I was gonna again? say, didn't we all say we we probably wouldn't do Hot Wheels, and now we are all are buying Hot Wheels? <laughs> yeah, that's Jake's fault. <laughs> um, I, probably. I mean, I love the micro machines. I did just take mine down here at my place because I was going to put up a Lego display in its place. But uh, I love the micro machines. I'll probably pick these up depending on what they are. It, it, I mean. If it's crap, no, I'm not buying it. But we'll see what it is first. Okay. Uh, Jake, you going to buy the micro machines? I wish I could say no. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But, man, I I have a pretty pretty thorough collection of the first round um, that they did back starting, you know, even before Phantom Menace. So, yeah, I, I really like that idea i mean i love the micro collection growing up and that's kind of where these sets typically take me it's back to that kind of you know i like having the the bigger uh environments that you can put figures in and stuff so or figurines i guess they are mm -hmm. so i i there's probably a good chance that this will be something that i'll pick up probably you know it's usually my secondary line i go for the three and three quarter and then once i get what's new out from there i kind of then start picking away at like you know if they have you know like 12 inch figures or if they have micro machines and stuff like that so those are usually the secondary lines those are the ones i kind of scout out especially when they start to go clearance i'll go crazy on them but yeah, I, I'm probably probably going to be picking these up, but I really don't like the idea, and I think you're with me on this. I really don't like the idea of blind bags. That is just, I feel like I throw money away, just painful every time I get, like, buy a blind bag of something, you already have it, and you're like, well, that was a waste. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what about you? Micro machines? Do you collect uh, those? No, probably we'll skip those, but depends on what they look like. Mm. Um, but, you know, looking at the whole list, it, it looks like it's going to be an expensive Force Friday. <laughs> I, I agree. Oh, another thing I didn't, I don't know if we mentioned this or not, but it's saying Star Wars 7 Black Series vehicle, 169 or 170 pounds, which probably translates to roughly $170 by the, when it's in the U.S. Um, now, the Rebel Scum listing says possibly a six-inch a Millennium Falcon scaled for the six-inch no. figures. I think that's no, unlikely. I, I think uh, to scale a Falcon for those figures would, I believe, go into the five hundred to six hundred dollar range. That'd be the size oh. of a car. Yeah, I would say this is probably uh, an X-wing. That would be my guess. A new X-wing. For yeah, for the six-inch figures, a new one. Force mm -hmm. Awakens. Hmm. Yeah. Or maybe you know maybe a classic X-wing. I think I may not be in on these kind of vehicles for the six inch. I think, you know, for me, it's always going to be three and three quarter is the main thing. And I think that if they do these large, large vehicles for six inch, I may uh, get off the six inch train. Uh, what about you guys, Chris? Would you get something like yeah, that? Yeah, I'm in all the way. Yeah, six inch and three and three quarter inch. I'm in. Jake? No. Oh, no. No, no, no. I pick and choose my six inch, and I have not bit the bullet on any vehicle so far. 
So no, I wouldn't. I'll save my money for three. That type of money, I'll save for three and three quarter. Ryan, would you buy an X-wing scaled for six-inch figures at one hundred and seventy dollars? I'd like to say no, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I know myself too well. I'd get it. I'd eventually get it. Uh, I mean, I've got the. Uh-huh giant falcon and x-wing that they released so they're the giant hunks of plastic that do nothing so well yeah, imagine, i'd probably get one of those <laughs> imagine a six six inch x-wing fighter that looks like the one that hasbro brought out where the wings didn't open and picture 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 this one with not for 170 you know, bucks yeah that one was 20 dollars <laughs> right <laughs> but still you know like fully articulated really nice paint deco you know Maybe electronics in it. Yeah, know. but the wings got to open. <laughs> of course, of course. The wings open, yeah. If they blow all the bells and whistles for it, you bet. I could see that. But Engine lights and everything, you know. Yeah. It would be cool and it would be tempting, but um, I feel like I'm going to have such a hard time getting all the three and three quarter inch stuff that it's definitely going to be, uh, along with the micro machines, the six inch stuff's going to be on the back now, burner. Let me know. ask you guys, um, when you look at the list, and the first one listed here says Star Wars 7 Armor Force Figure Assortment. Do you guys think that that is the continuation of the Black Series? Armor or where Force? Are the, where do you guys think the super oh. articulated figures are listed on this list? Because I don't really, I don't really see them. Like maybe... I don't know, but I don't think we're going to get super articulated figures. I mean, maybe we will. I was completely wrong about the vehicles. I didn't think we'd get any vehicles that were priced over $30. And this clearly proves me wrong. I don't know. What do you guys... You? Hmm. I don't know. Armor Force figure. I don't know why that would make sense. You know what? Now, see, I don't think... I think the Black Series is one thing that doesn't need to cover, carry the Episode 7 packaging design, as we already know. We've already seen the packaging design for the upcoming, for, uh, for the next right. uh, for wave. Fall. Or, yeah. yeah, for fall. The redesign. Uh-huh. So I don't Weren't think th- it should be on this list. I don't think it would be on this list because they're going to carry that skew, that, that uh, you know, the, the store number through on that series and just reorder and reorder and reorder because the black series now is just a continuation of the vintage collection i mean those upcs are the same so i see those going forward being on their own and in the system now they probably aren't marked as star wars 7 because they don't need to be and and aren't there rumors that the uh the three and three quarter inch black series figures might be toys r us only I heard that rumor, but I didn't hear yeah, no beyond proof, one no site kind of wailing yeah. about it. Okay, I think they need to stop calling any three and three quarter inch figure black series because I think it really confuses people as to whether you're talking about six inch figures or three and three quarter inch figures. A lot of times when people say, I, like, I collect the black series figures, you jump to the conclusion that they're talking about the six inch figures. I think there's a, 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 a name and a and confusion that's created i think they really need to call the super articulated figures something else call them legacy or better yet put them on vintage cards but i i, I hope they stop calling them black series because it, it confuses people confuses my wife every time i mention i'm gonna get the black series something she thinks it's a six inch and you know what i think i kind of think that hasbro actually wants that i think hasbro wants you to think that because i i really feel like they want to move to for the collector focus, they do want to move to the six-inch line, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, when I when I keep looking at this list, I mean, the the Black Series six-inch figures they're listed as Star Wars seven as well, you know. And the yeah. ten ninety-nine pounds for if that's for each figure ten ninety-nine, that's a dollar more or a pound more than for if Jake is right when those mission series two packs are the jungle and space figure assortments and the snow and desert figure assortment for nine ninety nine, that would then kind of make sense that those would be the more super articulated figures, I'll assume. Well yeah, no, it makes sense. But I, at the same time, I can see them not being on this list. And for the black series being on this list, I justify that because we know we know for a fact we're getting six-inch 
Force Awakens figures as we've already seen them in prototype form. We haven't seen three and three quarter super articulated Star Wars figures from Force Awakens. So that could be something. Um, last on the list is uh, something that says Star Wars A New Hope 4-pack at uh, 100 pounds. I'm wondering if this just isn't another Jax 4-pack, like the one currently at Toys R Us, where it has the four A New Hope figures in one pack. Is it four or five? I thought there was five. Um, I think it's... I thought it was I four. I thought it was four, too. Okay. I could be wrong. Yeah. Luke Tusk. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, who knows? Who knows? There's no real indication what it might no, be. It's all speculation at this point for another hundred right. days. Well, till maybe till till San Diego Comic Con. Could it be a four pack of six inch figures? Maybe. Perhaps. That's pricey though. Maybe it's gonna be it's gonna be Han and Greedo and Obi Wan. Uh, another Han and another Greedo. <laughs> and Obi um, so it's quite an interesting list, you know, not, it gives us more to think about what might be coming. I think it's a good sign though for the vehicle. It looks expensive, I'm, I'm, you know? Yeah, it does look expensive. But looks better um, though than I would say episode three did. I, yeah. Cause I mean, we had a lot of things like the tactics on there. Do you remember those? A lot mm-hmm. of time. well, I'm well. I think I think there will be a lot more stuff than this. Oh yeah, the hero mashes are not even on this list, right? Right. I think this is a. Oh, I don't know. Could that be this your armor just... force? How much are hero mashers? Oh, ten bucks. Maybe. I have no idea. I bet they are. Yeah, but wouldn't they call those hero mashers? They're not going to change names on those. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? We'll find out. Hey, when are the when are the photos of these figures going to start leaking on the internet? Do we really have to wait till San Diego? Two weeks before San Diego. Yeah. You yeah, think so? Like, something like that. Okay. Well, until then. Uh, something else. Uh, next item is the, and I didn't put this on the list, but I thought we should mention it, were the Disney Infinity figures. Disney Infinity 3.0 is going to include Star Wars characters. And they showed a few of them. They showed like Ahsoka and Anakin and what did they show? Princess Leia, Han Solo, Darth Vader. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Um, I'm not into Infinities and I, I'm for sure not going to get any of these. Uh, I believe the figures usually cost about 14 or $15 a piece. And I don't know how much the game costs, but I heard around 60 Chris, you going to be getting this? I'll be getting it for my kid. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, which is a great excuse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, in, in terms of collecting the figures, definitely not. No. Jake, I my I have two young kids, and we don't let them watch an exorbitant amount of TV, nor do they play video games. So we don't have a system, anything more advanced than the Nintendo Wii. So I do not play the game. But do I want some of these figures? Absolutely. Do I want to pay $14 for them? No, I do not. So I think I'll be picking and choosing the ones uh, that I'll be picking up. Because I really like the style. It reminds me a lot of the um, the maquettes that uh, Gentle Giants... Was it Gentle Giants or Sideshow? Which one did the animated maquettes? Gentle Giant. Gentle Giant. Yeah. I really like that style. I like that taking that Gendy Tartakovsky, slightly angular animated look and applying it. And I feel like these have that same type of essence. They're they're a cartoony version. They're the cartoon I would want to watch, um, like a silly cartoon I'd want to watch of Star Wars. So definitely would I'm going to be picking up the characters that I like. So maybe Luke's and Obi-Wan's, stuff like that. But not all in on these. Ryan, what about you? Well, um... <laughs> you have a little uh, video game history, so... <laughs> I do. I, you know, I worked as a video game retail manager for about 10 years. Worked in video game retail for almost 16 years. And uh, since I left that almost four years ago, I really haven't played any video games at all. But I'll be honest, uh, and seeing the stuff for Battlefront, uh, Battlefront was one of my favorite games to play. It makes me want to buy a new system. And with Infinities, I completely forgot there was a game. I was like, oh, figures, yeah, I'll probably pick up a couple of those. And somebody reminded me 
that there's a game. I'm like, well, I'm thinking about buying a new system anyway. I might buy the game for that too. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I, I might be in on this. I, I, I'm not going to buy all of them. Uh, I'll pick and choose, but I, I might actually be in on this. Okay. And, of course, if they make Lobot, of course I'll get in on it. But, you know, they're not going to. <laughs> that goes for CO Bibble and Zero the Hut as well. But You're the uh... worst collecting focus taste in the world. <laughs> I wonder if they'll ever make another. I have the cheapest. I'd like to know if they the ever make another collecting. Zero the Hut item. Uh, I want a figure. I do want that figure. I do, too. I want I want Zero the Hut. With figure. a voice I... chip. Yeah, we should do a whole show someday about all the Clone Wars stuff that we wanted that that never got That'd made. That'd be a fun show. Well, episode yeah, there's a lot. I mean, uh, Celebration Seven just added a whole new list of them with those new uh, the mm-hmm. Bad Batch arc. Those guys are awesome. I want those figures. <laughs> okay. Um, next, I wanted to mention the uh, Top Star Wars card trading app. Um, at first, this was only for uh, iPhone, but it's recently come over to uh, Droid, to Android, um, and people with Microsoft Windows phones still can't sign up for it, so that's too bad for them. Um, I got to be quite honest, I um, didn't really like this app at first, because to me, it's just photos of, of headshots of characters. Um not enough of the cards look like actual tops trading cards to me. Um, but uh, I have been playing on it. And if anybody wants to friend me and trade cards with me, just go, just look up galaxy of toys and you can uh, trade cards with me. I'm not uh, super into it, so I don't look at it every day, but you never know. Um, Jake, uh, you got involved in this. What, uh, what are you doing with it? I really having fun. I started really I, I downloaded it, looked at it kind of like you, and I was just kind of like, eh, whatever, it's digital cards. But it was, actually, it was my buddy John and I, when we were standing in so many lines at Celebration, we really started going through and starting to collect and trade and do stuff. So it was actually just the last couple of weeks where I've started to kind of get in on it. And I've completed the first few sets, the white and the blue. I'm slowly working on the red. If anyone wants to uh, help me out or trade some cards, uh, you can find me and the Trader app under 4LOMKUS, 4-L-O-M-K-U-S-S. But yeah, I'm working forward. Uh, I'm working slowly. I don't put any money into it, but I enjoy it now. I look forward to my free credits each day. And I try to get a, you know, whenever they have the little, I have that little notification on. So it tells me when a new pack is open so I can try to get some inserts. So yeah, I've been having some fun going through it. And Ryan, you ever accept my trade? Yeah, you should like pay attention. <laughs> it's on eBay. You gotta buy it, Ryan. I mean, you gotta buy it, Jake. He put a, Ryan put all his cards on eBay. No, I ha- actually haven't yet, but uh... there are people making money like that. It, How? Oh, I, it, that boggles it, my it mind. It blows my mind too. And you know, when I say I'm gonna sell stuff on eBay, it's not because, well, it's because I want to make some money. But uh, it's. More of, I cannot believe that people are paying money for a virtual card on an app that in three years' time or less, none of us will play anymore and be mostly forgotten. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking about taking some of my premium cards and putting them up just to see what happens, you know? I know some sell like mm-hmm. three bucks, but I mean, that's three bucks for something I got for free. There's no shipping. This seems so simple. Um, I just, I cannot believe people are paying money for this. It, it seems absolutely crazy to me. But if they want to buy stuff from me, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll sell it to them. I don't even, I mean, do the prices correspond directly with the rarity of the car card? I mean, because, for example, there's some cards that there's, you know, 10,000 of. There's others that have 5,000. I mean, I have one card here. I think my lowest card is there's only 1,000 made, and it's sold out. So is that automatically a valuable card, I would assume? Or does it just depend on the character? I just don't I- know. I think it's a combo it. of the rarity and the character. I mean, I've looked at this very briefly on eBay just to kind of see what things look like. And uh, it, it looked like it wasn't necessarily all the rare cards were going for a lot, but it had a lot to do with character, too. Uh, Chris, you're on the app, you're on the app at Jedi Business. Yeah, I am. Have you been enjoying the top Star Wars card trading? Yeah, I, um, I started two days ago, so I'm fairly new at this whole thing, and the whole tops card 
collecting thing is is totally new ground for me. So I'm just trying to figure out how this whole thing works. But I I have been enjoying it. Um, the one thing I have to say about the app though, it it's gonna take a while until you build up and you have enough cards so you can actually make trades with people because nobody wants the stuff when you start out with you know. But it seems like people have been playing this ever since it came out. So it feels like it's a little difficult to trade with people so far. Yeah, I kind of got a late start on it too because it didn't become available for the Android. Uh, until just recently mm-hmm. um, but it's fun so yeah i think it'll be actually you know i think it'll be more enjoyable once the uh when the new when cards i know there's a few cards from the force awakens but once they start releasing a bunch more i think that'll make it more interesting because you'll get to see a lot of hopefully a lot of characters that we're not familiar with and that we don't already know and i think that will be much more interesting than what what's on it right mm-hmm. now that's a good point I asked Tom about the Tops trading card app, and uh, he said his screen name is called is Sucker. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you want to friend Tom, look him up. <laughs> uh, Ryan, what's your okay, what's your trader name? You didn't mention. Oh, do it. I have to share mine too? Oh no, you don't <laughs> no, have to. Okay. It's uh, M R B Y Z. Basically, it's um, uh, it's my Fanatics. last name, so Mr. Byzy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And again, I'm Galaxy of Toys, and if you find a Seal Bibble card, I don't even know if there is one. Yeah, there is. I, I have it. To it. Me. Oh, I gotta get that one. You know I gotta get that one. Is there a Zero card? I haven't seen that one. Jason, okay. how'd you get so many golds if you just started? Dang. I don't know. You got a lot of golds. Hmm. Well, trade me. Yeah. Get a Seal Bibble card I'll, and trade me. Trade you a gold <laughs> for a Seal Bibble any day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and the last thing I want to mention uh, before we uh, sign off was the Vanity Fair issue that came out uh, earlier this week. Um, a lot of the uh, images from it have, have been online for the last couple of weeks, as well as a video they put together. Um, but the the most recent issue of Vanity Fair has a picture of Chewbacca, Han Solo, Rey, BB-8, and Finn from The Force Awakens. The uh, title says The Empire Reboots. Um, the photos are really nice. They were taken by famed photographer Annie Leibovitz. I haven't read the whole article yet, but I like the photos. Um, I know some people have complained that maybe they're showing too much already. I don't know. I feel like this is stuff we've mostly seen on the trailer. A couple of things we haven't. Um, Chris, did you pick up this issue when you were uh, out today? I saw you did post a photo. Yeah, of I, I did buy it. And I did, yeah, yeah, I bought it and I read the article. Which was very enjoyable. Um, I, I think it was a really good read, and you guys should pick it up. Absolutely. Um, what I got away from the article was basically that um, they seem to be very hopeful that this is going to be uh, a great Star Wars movie. They talk about it being fun, how enthusiastic everybody is working on this thing. Um, it was really interesting, and... Uh, one thing I thought was interesting is the whole George Lucas thing where they basically talk about that they scrapped his idea. And about half a year before they started shooting, they had nothing. They had no script. They had no screenplay. They had absolutely nothing. They started with a blank page. And that was half a year before they started filming. And I thought, you know, those kinds of things are, are interesting to read because those are the kinds of things that we've been wondering about for so long, you know, what's kind of going on. And even though they don't go into too deep, they, they, they don't go too deep with the details, but those are kind of things that they do mention. And I, I felt it was pretty interesting to read. I watched the uh, little video promo that Vanity Fair put up and um, there's an, there's a, sh- a very short interview with JJ uh, Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy. Um, I don't even know if you'd call it an interview, just uh, a few shots of them brief, you know, very brief, but uh when they show like JJ on the Millennium Falcon, it's it's amazing. I mean, it it looks like almost like it's like he's inside the Empire Strikes Back film. Like it's just really surreal to see that. Um, yeah, I'll be definitely reading the article. I did pick up the magazine today. Uh, Jake, uh, did you get this? No, I didn't get to the store today. My goal is tomorrow because mm-hmm. it's also uh, comic book day. So. Be doing the yeah, making the rounds tomorrow. Hopefully after work. Ryan, are you going to pick up this magazine? Maybe we'll see. I, you know, 
I remember back in the day buying every Star Wars magazine that came out whenever, even back in the early 90s before the films were even really talked about yet for the prequels. Mm-hmm. And I've got a large box full of Star Wars magazines, and I just don't know if I really need to buy more of them. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love <laughs> when Star Wars is on the cover of a magazine. Yeah. I I was... <laughs> I, I was panicked that they would sell out today. Like I had this vision of everyone rushing to Barnes and Noble and to be sold out. And, but you know, that's not the case. There's not really that kind of mania for the magazine. Well, a lot but, of people um, read it digitally now anyway. So there, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I got to Barnes and Noble today, there were plenty, there were tons of copies. So they, it looks like they really stocked up. They had a even a separate display. I guess that you know they probably anticipated they'd sell a few more of these than they're typically sell of the magazine. Good. Um, yeah. So um, I think that's going to wrap up the show for tonight. Uh, anything uh, you guys want to mention? Anything else worth mentioning? Currently? Yeah, I was wrong. There is no Co Bibble card in this game. I was. Oh, <laughs> I was going to send you one, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> All right. Okay, I think we will uh, close the show at that. I'd like to thank my co-host tonight uh, from JediBusiness.com, Chris Thanks B. Thanks for having me on, Jason. From vintage to modern, Rebels to Clone Wars to everything else. He collects them all, our good friend Ryan and Bendems. And ben. <laughs> I'm crazy. I buy all that <laughs> crap. Yep, yep. Thanks for having me once again. And from Fort Lamdezuckus, Jake. Always fun. For Galaxy of Toys, this is Jason saying good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend. Then homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend. And then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend. Yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend. Time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.